This is episode 148 for Tuesday, August 28, 2018. Brought to you today from Arlington, Texas. Pour yourself a Manhattan and treat yourself like a Queens. This week we feature beers from New York. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Welcome to Bruce Styles. My name is Jeremy, and together with Chris, Travis, Powers, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Man, that pun. <laughs> was it, though? It was. Okay. Uh, uh, with, I mean, it was... That was a stretch. It was... Uh, it was something that probably could have used a little bit more thought. Man, he fought hard, though. <laughs> I know. You can see those gerbils turning like crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Smoke coming out of the ears. <laughs> well, uh, today on our podcast... We're at Bruce Styles, and uh, we We're are at Bruce. Styles. We are at Bruce Styles <laughs> at that's underscore our, Bruce Styles uh, that's underscore not it. At Brew underscore Styles <laughs> under Bruce score Styles under. Wow, yeah, just just destroying it. Wow, sorry, I'm wasting all the tape. Yes, um, tape. The, the dig- Check out our website. The, <laughs> the digital tape. Yes, <laughs> today. We are going to New York. All we the are? beers. Well, are you, you know, what? No, it's like we better. You we, have a full time job. I do not. We better yeah. hurry. We're gonna miss our flight. We we would. Well, I you know. I like to fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're visiting. I mean, there's literally a draw for everything, isn't there? In Beerland, <laughs> we've said just about everything there is to say. Uh, all right, I guess beer. we're done then. All it's right. over. Goodbye. Thanks, listeners. Thanks for, for listening. Uh, yeah. That's it. That's we're the done. end. All right. Cue the music. Cheers till then. What the boy? All right. Anyway, uh, moving on. So, yeah, our topic for today. <laughs> we were waiting for it. Our topic today is beers from New York, anywhere from New York City to the Bronx to Brooklyn. Oh, so now you're going to name all the five boroughs. Yeah, now I am. Okay. Uh, what, are, what, are the, what are the rest? You know, to my left, okay, we, got we have the Travis. Bronx, the How you doing today, oh. Travis? Hey, everybody. <laughs> Way to deflect. I was quite proud of my intro that I typed up. <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty good... And I like that you read it correctly. I tried. And treat yourself like a queen's. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you did you do anything special or interesting 
in beer to this week. Yes, I, I brewed a saison this morning. Mm. Cool. And uh, I had a slight mishap. Uh oh. Which uh, doesn't happen very often. Huh. So a little bit of backstory. I am about two years late to this party, but I recently downloaded the game Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> And Team Valor. If you're not familiar with it, I hey. stopped playing a year ago. Yeah. Valor. It was really popular yeah. two summers ago, and I, I just decided I don't know to download it I'm yesterday. <laughs> but uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically a game you play on your phone. You get to walk around the neighborhood, and then little monsters pop up on your phone. You try to catch them and whatnot. And uh, there's also a part of the game where you get eggs, and you're supposed to hatch them by walking a certain distance. Yeah. So I'm outside with my uh, big brew pot and trying to bring it to a boil. And I look at my phone, I realize that I have uh, only 90 meters left to walk for one. Egg. There you go. I'm oh, like, no. okay, well, while I'm waiting for it to heat up, I'll just you know pace in the street in front of my house and then just keep an eye on the pot. Does it work that way? And so, yeah, well, I, I walked one way, I'm like three or four houses down, turned around, came back, and I had 40 meters left to go. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it again. And then I go the opposite direction. I'm walking back, and from a distance, I can already see the foam spilling over the oh sides no. of my pot. And so like, I no. start running, and I had the worst boil over I have ever had in my life. Dang. Thanks, Pokemon Go. So yeah. The, so, so Pokemon Go gives you that warning uh, before you start. <laughs> do not play Pokemon Go while driving. Uh-huh. Apparently, now we need to add in. Uh, do not play brewing. Yeah, Pokemon Go yeah. while brewing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I had a definite kick me moment for Oof. stupidity. But it's not uh, stupid. You just were, lost were, track of time. Were you able to? I don't know how to save it at all. Team I'm on. Yeah, I mean it. Look at click on your face. The sad part was yeah. that. The recipe I used had uh, had me already put the hops in for first wort. Blue. So a lot of my hops Ooh, already boiled over it. the edge. Yeah. So I may miss my IBU rating, but uh, everything else is good. OG okay. was, was still there's, pretty close. There's Pokemon here. Still had <laughs> you know, five-ish gallons of beer when I was done. A wild slugma appeared. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. the Johto Festival is going on right now, which is uh, this... I, I didn't know this was Pokemon Styles. Maybe we should get back to it. Well, I was just, just <laughs> yeah, saying... it was a brief tangent, but I had a reason <laughs> for it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, there's relating it back to the, the beer and the boil over and, and whatnot. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of Pokemon out. Golly. That, that's all I was going to say. <laughs> anyway. But that's cool. I mean... And this episode is already far too long, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Fredo. I think I think this is going to be one of our best. Yeah. Um, personally. We've got some interesting news. Uh, okay. So, uh, Chris. Yes. Are you, are, you, are you here? Yeah, I am here. Okay. I'm you, sitting in the chair. It looked like you were just <laughs> really into your phone. I just leveled playing up. Playing Pokemon. There you go. Um, hey! Where's that drop? Actually, hey. uh, I've been... <laughs> Drinking a lot of beer this week, but I yeah. have not brewed. <laughs> Probably be a while still before that happens. Um, however, uh, previous to this event that we are currently uh, doing, I don't know what else to say. Anyway, I was at a brewery, and I had like four beers already, so I'm, I'm already feeling pretty Oh, good. yeah. Uh, yeah. I was oh, at a really? baby shower at a brewery, which I think is the best place to have a baby shower. It's yeah. Because I was not really... <laughs> what? It's the only place you should have a yeah. baby shower. I was not really involved or interested in all of the events happening at the baby shower, like the games like, and everything. What kind of games? Uh, 
I don't know. I was too busy drinking. <laughs> um, but we're at a brewery and all the beer is free. Yeah. There you go. Just kind of done. Yeah. So I had some a I'm couple of new things. What did, what did you have? Well, I was I was limited by an hour. Oh. So. <laughs> Oh, that's a good, that's a good yeah. average 15 minutes. Yeah, we of got beer. there at one o'clock and I had to leave at two to be here for this. So I was like, all right, start pounding them. There you go. Um, I got 15 minutes. Each go. beer. 15 minutes each beer. Yeah. So that's a. Uh, Siri, set a timer for 15 minutes. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. Uh, oh. <laughs> Siri. Yeah. You having problems, Siri? <laughs> what, what did you have at the brewery? Uh, I had their Oktoberfest, which is actually pretty good. Uh, which Where, I which brewery was this again? I don't know. Should I say? Yeah, Wild Acre in Fort Worth, and ah, uh, yes, that was it. Was really good. I actually really enjoyed their beers. Um, I had their Oktoberfest today. Also had the Sip and Go Pills, which is really good. Um, just a nice easy German Pilsner. Mm. Um. There was a new IPA. <laughs> Wasn't Wild Acre? It was called Happy Phil IPA, which is actually pretty solid. Uh, it was nice and light, bright. It was um, piney, so very much American. I uh, had the sip and go. Mond Lift was the uh, the Marts and the Oktoberfest. We featured that before. Yeah, it was pretty good. Nice. I actually think I preferred it draft over... Do we have a can? I think we had a can. Yeah. Because I don't think they do bottling. I think they just have cans. But um, I think I prefer the draft over the can for the Oktoberfest. It was good, though. So, yeah. Good time. Weren't, did did they start out as a brewery? R- r- oh, yes. Okay. Because I know they did. They, <laughs> they actually just started, started off this... as a beauty parlor. <laughs> really? <laughs> and salon. I actually used to get my hair cut there. And then they're like, no more. <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up with a pretty wild haircut. So, mm. how did they? Is that where it all went? Your yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, um, they, no, it's in the. Was it, it was, the the Bushes Beans Factory in Fort Worth? The old, the old Bush Big Beans Factory. Yeah, it's a really nice place. Okay. Um, the the tap room is very open and pretty chill there's a really nice outdoor seating area there's a, mm. a barbecue place right out the back door i think there's also a place for uh, uh food trucks to come in park there and there's usually live music it, it's a pretty cool hangout i've been there a couple of times when they've been open uh, it's a lot of fun this is the first time i've been there when that for a you know private event right and i was like one of maybe 10 15 people there yeah that's cool so i could just walk into the bar and get another beer and go sit down it's fun did, Good times. Did they start as a distillery? They started as a brewery? Yes, they started as a brewery. Okay. The distillery is, is like next door. Yeah, it's like a whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Not, Texas Star or something like that. Long. Yeah, not related. Not related at all? I don't think so. Huh. It's in the I, same complex. Yeah. Cool. Also, it's the, like the big bus barn for the public transit for Fort Worth, I think, is right there, too. Right. The T. Right. Yeah, the T. I think I think it's called the T. Yeah. The T. So if you need, yeah, you kind of look like you're you're pulling into a a well guarded facility, <laughs> uh, but then there's the brewery right there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's a good place. I, I've always really liked their beers and uh, very tasty. So that's what I did. This well, that's week. cool. Yeah, that's kind of a long tangent, but whatever. no, it's all good. Anyway, mm. I want to know more about. At what's least going we talked on. about beer, not Pokemon. Yeah. Well, what's wrong? Ooh. <laughs> And to his left, 
is Powers. So how on. are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Cool. Did you do anything interesting in beer <laughs> this week? Uh, <laughs> nope, not a thing. Oh, wait, sorry. I, I, I had just gotten used to saying nope, not a thing for the yeah. past like month and a half that, you know, I just, I just <laughs> almost said it again. But no, you know what? I actually did things with beer this week. What? My goodness. <laughs> It's been like five or six weeks since I, since I brewed that ESB and it finally went into bottles on Friday. So finally. that was good. Uh, wow. It was it was funny because like I sent a semi panicked text at like eleven thirty at night when I opened up the ale pail and revealed like just like more Krausen on the top layer than I had ever seen before. Mm, and so yeah. I, I was thinking like maybe it, it had like molded over or something weird. Like I had left it in there too long and I had grown mold in my, in my beer or something. So I, I texted the group and then I'm like, it's 1130 at night. What? Okay. So I had to sit there and think like, okay, what are they going to tell me? They're going to tell me powers, relax, don't worry, have a homebrew. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, all right, Let's let's go ahead and bottle this thing. <laughs> so, I bottled that on Friday night, late Friday night, and then I woke up early Saturday morning and uh, brewed in Irish Red. It was uh, it was Ooh. Stubby's Irish Red kit, and so very cool. That I will not be leaving in the fermenter for as long because I need to go back up and brew my wedding beer. I think I, I'm going to do that in two weeks. Nice, just to make sure because it's going to be a stout. I wanted to be able to sit for a little bit, right, um, before right. I. Uh, before I introduce it to everybody, but so I'm gonna go ahead and get that done uh, in two weeks, and then I'm gonna bring it in in bottles. Very neat. So Black Tag Brewery is <clears throat> up and at it it's, again. Uh, it's back in business. There we go. I'll say that much. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I so, could admit that I have Googled mold in fermenter before. Yeah. So I've thought the same thing. Hmm. Yeah. And looking through the pictures, like <clears throat> no, it doesn't look like no. It, exactly. Exactly. It, it, it's What's the the wild ferment looks like mold the what starts with the P? Uh, papaya. Psoriasis? No. Yes. <laughs> Two no, words that mean there's nothing. That, that other, maybe it doesn't start with P, it has P in it. Because uh, we've got Saccharomyces, we've got Brettanomyces, oh, and then um, there's... Pediococcus. Pediococcus, yeah. That's yeah. the one that looks super moldy. Really? That huh. usually will give you like a, a dirty diaper <laughs> smell. I wasn't getting that. <laughs> Was that I one mean, of the games you I played? got a really heavy kind of... <laughs> this smells like pediococcus. There's ding, ding, ding. Cock. No. That is a big cock. Like, yeah. like when I pulled the <laughs> lid off of the ale pail initially, I I got a really heavy kind of like just really strong alcohol. But that's mm-hmm. expected because it's been sealed up <laughs> in the ale pail and it all comes up. Exactly. That's... Yeah. That's kind of, that was kind of my reaction, but once it kind of had you know had a chance to you know dissipate a little bit, it smelled much more normal, and you know the taste was fine. So, you know, pretty much I, and then of course, as I'm as I'm pulling my uh, my water, you know, as I'm start firing up my boil on Saturday, I get the text from Travis saying, "Oh yeah, no, that's totally normal," and I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of figured you were going to tell me that, so I just went ahead and did it." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was my weekended beer, and I'm brewing again. So that's cool, man. It's good right. times. That is great. Uh, and I am Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's good. Oh, you already asked me that. Um, <laughs> and Tell I already us asked about you your that. week in beer. Well, uh, I didn't do much, but I think I found one of my favorite kind of like summery wheat kind of beers. Uh, I got a flight, which was a random bunch of just random things from Kroger. And I went to a really nice Kroger, not just, you know, the average in the middle of a city 
doesn't have anything good in the. Have you ever been to Kroger Marketplace? Yes. See, that's like the Kroger Marketplace beer is uh, top notch. If you're if if you're not nearby a uh, a liquor store or anything like that to find good beer. So Sawyer was right. Um, <laughs> they had a Bell's Ober on there, and okay. oh. I I fell in love with that. It was so delicious. Okay, it was so good. Um. I don't know what it was. It just brought me back to like that. Um, I forget how to pronounce this. What it's like the the beer with like Weihnachtsstoffner. Weihnachtsgebold. Weihnachtswein. I don't know. That's that that's German beer. Weihnachtsstoffner. I don't know. Stefaner. Weihnachtsstoffner. Ich Deutsch. Sprechen zwei, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, zehn. He said sexy. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. What what is that beer? What is it Reinheitsgebot. Yeah. Right. Nah. Wait. Not that one. Are you looking for like Weiss beer? Like like Dunkel Weissen? No, it's like a brand. Oh. Weinstefaner? Uh, yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It tastes kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> All that. Yeah, it tastes kind of like that. Yeah. 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 Which. Hacker yeah, So that, that was my week of beer. All right. Is it Hacker Shore? <laughs> No. Has anybody seen Hacker Shore? I haven't had Hacker Shore. <laughs> what was that? Wasn't that like how many poundings in like Slovakian or something? <laughs> <laughs> how many poundings? Oh, from the Fratter Fridge the, episode. The, the Fratter's mm. Fridge episode got weird. <laughs> yeah. Both All right. Part one and part two. Go check it out if you haven't heard it. Yes. But yeah, that flight was... was a nice flight because it had a lot of different beers that I'd never tried before and Bell's Oberon totally lived up to the hype and was awesome. There's one that I've discovered this this summer as a really good summer beer. It's um, it's a Blood Orange Wit by Three Nations. It's called Royal Blood. Oh. Um, it's phenomenal. It's like, like just really solid summer wit beer, you know? I'll check that out. It's it's good. Like the blood orange is not overpowering. It sh- it just complements it really nicely. So cool. it comes in like a white can with like the purple can hold like you know can holders like the six pack can holder thing. Mm. So yeah, it's good. Cool. You just mentioned summer beer, and I was just like, yeah, that's my mm-hmm. summer beer right now. <laughs> yeah, we're in this weird transition phase where it's like it's kind of it's almost fall like it's the end of august we're about to hit september it's almost like we're living in texas yeah god and (laughs) like other places you know leaves are already fallen and trees are are you know the they're looking weird yeah should we move into (laughs) should we can we talk about beer now hold on (laughs) i think I, I, i think we're better at conversation when we're drinking yeah Let's let's but let's, let's do that. We need to do something first. Yeah. I was getting to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Noob. We'd like to thank our listeners. Um, oh. Thanks for listening to our podcast. What uh, we're doing? I've forgotten. Please like our Facebook page. Subscribe. Um, you know, click the bell. Do all the things. Do all the things that you would normally do if you if you like this. If you like us, you know, go ahead and do those things. Um, we've also got Snapchat. So Jeremy, what do we say to our listeners? <laughs> Drink more beer. <laughs> we've also got Snapchat and Instagram. And 
LinkedIn, and we have LinkedIn. Monster. Yeah, we're looking for and, interns. And we're on Monster. Jeffrey didn't work out. Are you about to do this thing again where we like mention <laughs> all the dating websites too? No, let's, plenty of let's fish. Move, let's move on. All right, we already that said sounds it. Yes. like a Tumblr post by a really angsty high school girl who just went through like the worst breakup ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's what that is. So, with that, that is our long introduction to um, our beer. Yeah, our we're we're gonna drink beers from New York. We know what we're, we're doing. We're gonna go get our first yeah, one. Yeah, we'll be back. Let's do that. Yeah. Well, first up from our trip to New York is Six Point Brewing, The Crisp. Uh, it's a very tall, slender silver can. Slender can. Slender can. It's kind of like a Red Bull can. It is kind of like a Red Bull can, which I, I've always been extremely intrigued by their choice of can, but mm-hmm. never have brought myself to purchase it. Really? Until this point. Huh. This six point. Um, so 5.4% ABV, 44 IBU, 5.9 Swarm. This is a Pilsner? It just says Pils. I don't know if that's German or... Uh, Czech? Czech? Yes, sorry. My, my mind was... <laughs> Blanking there for a second. Uh, yes, German or Czech. It doesn't say on the can. However, I think when you check into an, an untapped, it does specify. You know how they used to market specific cigarettes towards women that were like the long, the longer ones that oh were God. skinnier. We, Virginia mean, we, Slims. Yeah. We, we still sell those like really <laughs> tiny cigarettes, like the the super slim ones. Yeah. We still have them. Virginia uh, Slims. Wonder insane. if that's what they're going for with these cans. I don't know. <laughs> It's sleek and slim. Maybe they're more going for like the the Red Bull crowd. It's the opposite hands. of a Red Bull. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> this oh. red this this crisp will put you on your butt. Crisp. Well, this crisp it does not will, give you wings. Uh, this next one. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, so Untap does say it's a German pills. So here's okay. the blurb on the back. We were 60 feet underground when the beer came calling. While sinking tankards in ancient beer caves near the foot of the Alps, inspiration struck. And at that exact moment, the crisp was born. The can in your hand turns obsession to reality. Now that's crisp. Please keep refrigerated. <laughs> this lager is best served in a glass. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. In a wow. glass. Wow. Uh, formulated and brewed by Six Point Brewery, Brooklyn, New York. You didn't read. And Memphis, Tennessee. You didn't read the government one. No, I didn't. Anyway, established 2004, Six Point Brewery. Kill. Well, there we go. The first taste is with your eyes. It is brilliantly clear. Yeah. That's cool. like, that's Let's like drink it. I mean, smell it. Sm- I mean, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sawyer. Uh, it's yeah, actually clear. darker than I imagined it would be. Yeah, it's kind of a gold. Yeah. Yellow gold. This reminds me what Miller Lot looked like. When we did the blind yeah, taste test, that's darker than Miller Lite. Nope, Miller Lite. This is this is kidney failure yellow. Oh, <laughs> orange. I love, orange. I, I love that. That's a, a thing now. <laughs> that's really sad. <laughs> uh, it does have a nice, um, small, tight bubble white head on it, though that lasts quite foamy. 
I just got level three crisp as day on on untapped on a beer wow. called the crisp. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, we're leveling up. <laughs> Not only are we leveling up on beer, our Pokemon. The, it smells very grainy. Yep, that was the first thing I thought. It like, very grainy. Like stuck your nose in like a bag of corn or something. Well, I wouldn't eh, say corny. Smart crackery. Not pulling any hop no. aroma, really. No. I wouldn't expect it no. so much from a pills. Well, sometimes on German his, pills you can. Yeah, it sometimes. is a German. Yeah. Yeah. So. But also on the can, they didn't say anything about what hops they used. Um, it did say 44 IBU. That's it. That's, which is kind of middle of the road. Yeah. Which, yeah, shouldn't be not noticeable. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's not that bad. It's not the, bad. It's not bad. Oh, uh, no, it's pretty bad. The flavors, the flavors actually, I I would agree with crisp as a as a adjective. Yeah. However, still very grainy. Yeah, big time. It's not super cold, though, <laughs> which has been in the fridge for several hours, so I don't... Hmm. You might have fridge problems. Oh, maybe I should check that. I maybe it's that not today. kidney failure yellow. It's fridge failure yellow. <laughs> 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 my fridge was keeping my beer cold yesterday. Of course, that doesn't really mean anything because I've had issues in the past. Um, I don't know. I think the flavor of it's fine. It's not horrible. It's just warm. It's got a fuller mouthfeel than I was expecting mm. for a Pilsner. I mean, it's not full, but it is fuller than like water fuller probably, than water probably just say medium medium yeah that's their new slogan fuller than water crisp <laughs> <laughs> i don't know every time i look at this can and see the word the crisp on it i think some kind of cereal it's like cookie like, crisp <laughs> without the cookie cookie crisp I don't know. I Can just we start marketing I, this on like children's television. <laughs> Baby beer. Well, I think <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I think the reason why does kids you know that? Well, what was the beer or the liquor that had the uh, the uh, nipple on the top like a a baby's bottle? Do you remember what that was, Travis? I, I know what drops coming. I don't know the beer at all that you're talking about. Nips, <laughs> <laughs> because they they had to stop doing that. Was it Genesee or something? Uh, Cream ale? I don't. I don't remember. You're not. You know what I'm talking to, about? You're not allowed to put your beer. Vaguely in a baby familiar. Um, was it a beer? or Was it just like purple drink or something? I think it was a beer. Okay. Hmm. Purple drink. I don't that? remember, but I vaguely remember <laughs> there being uh, like a, a milk bottle nipple on the top of these beers, and they had to stop doing that because people thought. You know, as ignorant as people are, and in the litigious society that we live in, somebody sued about it, saying, "Oh, I thought this was for babies." And I was like, "Really, <laughs> man? They didn't think that. They just wanted the paycheck." Well, this like beer I said, killed my child. So, are they really that ignorant? I can't believe them. <sighs> they're pretty Google smart in that case. Beer nipples. They found. They found a way. <laughs> but anyway, I think the reason I never actually picked this up is because it doesn't look. It doesn't look like a beer. It like, well, I mean, well, I mean. You know. It doesn't look like a high quality beer. That just is the thing. can and and what's on the label. I just I never I always thought that's interesting, 
and then walked away and then never picked it up exactly i've I've bought resin before by then by them and you know but i i I also had to get past that same kind of block i was just like that's like like, you know i mean it's a 12 ounce can yeah which is what which is what these you know normal cans are yeah but it's just it's odd looking and it doesn't fit in the six-pack carrier exactly right yeah it'd be it rattles thin. around yeah it doesn't space. It, it doesn't like slide in in the anyway um <laughs> just doesn't it doesn't fit right that's what she said yeah it's too small i don't know well the most interesting like thing we've said about cans. this beer is about the can so right the can is 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 more of a, a conversation point than the beer itself it's it's pretty. The beer's kind of lackluster. Yeah, it's it's just easy and eh, and it's a little bitter on the finish. Yeah, might be because it's too bitter, warmer than normal. But yeah, for a pilsner, it's a little too bitter on the finish for me. But yeah. it's very floral though, very floral bitterness. As far as the German pills, it's not the greatest example. No, it's yeah, pretty pretty straightforward. Just um, you buy it, drink it, don't think about it. Hmm. If it's ice cold, I bet it would be better. Perhaps. It's called as the Rockies. Yeah. It's just a little too bitter for my taste. Kind of dries out the tongue a little too much for a Pilsner. Pilsner yeah. is supposed to be kind of quenching. This is very This isn't drying. refreshing. This this isn't something that I'd ride around on my mower drinking. Well, this wouldn't fit in a cup holder on your mower either. It'd, it'd be it, would, it would also be rattling around. It would jiggle get, out. you get a bunch of foam. <laughs> oh, dang it. Got <laughs> foam all over the lawn. <laughs> Now your lawn is crisp. <laughs> Five palatability <laughs> rating. <laughs> mm. Six and a half. I think seven's too generous. Yeah, I was, I was going to say six. It's that that bitterness. It says forty-four IBUs, but it tastes more like eighty. Oh, I don't know. I'd go that high. No. Maybe <laughs> sixty. I was going to say 60 first, but I was just being outrageous. Tony Abbey View? Oh my Abbey God. View? <laughs> Abbey View? Yeah, uh, probably like a six. Mm, man, I'm teetering on that seven. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. The seven just seems kind of generous for this. It's like you shoved a handful of flowers in my mouth. But I mean, the point is, this is a pills. This should be a nine or ten. Yeah. You know? That is true. The fact that we're having a discussion about it anyway is not good for the yeah the beer. It's bringing the poundability down. I'll go. I'll go six point nine. <sighs> yeah, not quite to seven. You, you know sure. what I mean. It's basically seven when you add tax. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. a really weird drop. What the heck was that? You know what I mean. It's a seven. <laughs> what is what? <laughs> He's being it, cryptic. I give it a six point nine. That's enough. What did you? Uh, what yeah. is that one labeled? This is a family yeah. podcast. <laughs> he has it labeled as sex moan. Both of those are you, by the way. <laughs> yes. Oh, so what do we got uh, next, Chris? Yeah, let's move on. So this next beer that we got going on is another one from Six Point. Um, this is the Six Point IPA. So this is the entitled round. binary. Uh, anyone have a guess why it's Ooh. entitled binary? <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a two. It's a, 
it's 10%? No. It's actually... <laughs> well, I mean, it's a... It's a... Multi- multiplicative? Multi- it's an 8%... <laughs> Maths. <laughs> Maths. Yes. What? It's 8% alcohol, but no, that's not why. Yeah. Anyone have a guess? Nobody? You're There's all- a sister beer know. to it. There's not. And then you blend them together, and nope. then it makes... The you know, most if powerful you, beer that would be time. cool. You that know, if cool. you just take half of this beer, you just have nary. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's yeah. like crazy, dude. <laughs> no, it's called binary because there's only two hops in it. It's made. <laughs> um, let's find it. There's a little blurb on their website. Oh. oh. <laughs> So I got this out on tap, and I'm not finding it on Six Point, their website. Oh, no. Is it under limited release? Binary. Yes, it is. It's the first one. So for this uh, double IPA, it's an IIPA with Citra and Galaxy hops. It's it's an Imperial IPA, then. IIPA. Citra and Galaxy. Double IPA. It's the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yes Yes, Um, let's continue that conversation (laughs) or not so the way they their little blurb says let's break this down to zeros and ones you hold in your hand the connection between hops hop binds in yakima washington and binds down in tasmania australia binary is rocking the yakima citra and the galaxy from down under it's a binary dual hopped double IPA with the best of both hemispheres. Strain so good, they'll practically cheat codes. They're practically cheat codes. This can is the conduit. Drink up. Apparently English is hard too. I have a problem with it. <laughs> I always have. Um, so I can't English today. English. <laughs> it's at 40 IBU. But judging by the last beer, I feel like it might be a little more bitter because it was at like 44. Mm, I don't know. We'll get there. It says 45. It says 40 IBU and then on the can it says 45. It's interesting. Hmm. Their website's conflicting hmm. information. I'm going to go ahead and guess that their website is correct and ONTAP is wrong. That's possible. <laughs> you mean untapped? No. On, oh. ONTAP. So what does untapped say? Oh, untapped? I don't know. Let's find out. It's got lab notes. One 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 one. That's not binary. That's so close. It's saying it's a hybrid between the old school West Coast IPA and the hazy New England style. It, it says forty on the un, untapped. Oh, okay. So I don't know what on tap said. Interesting. Know. Okay. So yeah, let's look at it. Less clear than the first one, but yeah, it's kind of. It's a little like, cloudy. Like they were saying, it's a cross between a New England and West Coast. West Coast? But it's, it's not, not milky like a New England. It's no. just kind of semi hazy. Yeah, it's got it's got a little bit of little bit of difficulty getting the light through. But not but not impossible. Just a little. It's a good light orange color. It smells good. Yeah. Heads keep it up even though like Yeah. I mean it came in a crowler, so heads definitely retaining pretty well. We're getting a lot of citrus in the aroma. Citrus plus, I like think I'm peel, like 
citrus peel, like the the pith. Yeah, I can see that. I'm so pith. I've got some. <laughs> it's a little revenge of the pith. I've got some sweatiness on the aroma. I think I'm starting to understand sweaty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> my glass is so full it went up my nose when I was taking a nice smell of it. I believe there's a drop for that. I think so. <laughs> I just smelled it and it went up my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the in the background. <laughs> Man, see, I did that once and I and I said that it smells like drowning in death. Does alcohol hit you faster like this? Man, my yes, sinuses if you snort are cleared. Maybe so. <laughs> Do a line of binary. <laughs> yeah, there is there is a bit of a sweatiness to it. That joke has so many levels. Powers, I, I think, know. was by accident. No, I, uh, <laughs> by accident. Unless you actually know binary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a little more drying and bitter. In the flavor than it is in the aroma. Obviously not drying, but bitter in the in the flavor than in the aroma. The aroma, I got a lot of that bright citrus note with kind of like a little bit of the peel and the pith. But in the flavor, it's like really dry. Yeah. I, I'm not getting nearly as much citrus on the flavor as I did in the aroma. Really? I taste a lot of citrus. I am. The, the hop character is coming through in the flavor. What I like about this, you know, if you recall back to our double IPA episode, almost everything we had was <laughs> uh-huh. like really heavily malty and not very hoppy at all. This one does have a fairly fresh hop character. I mean, that could be because it's coming from a keg and to a crowler and then yeah. to us. But I, I like it. It still does have a, a noticeable malty backbone, though. And we've talked about this before with Imperial slash double IPAs. It's, you know, it's, it, they can't just throw a whole bunch of hops in there without upping the alcohol. And with upping the alcohol, you're going to throw more grain in there. It's going to be a much more prevalent malt backbone. And so it's just, it, sometimes these Imperial IPAs end up being a lot more malty um, than even, you know, single IPAs. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, pretty nice. bitter on the finish. Pretty dry. Yeah. But I still get some good hop character. Like some fresh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the hop fruit, character is there. It's the just peel. a lot more bitter in the, the flavor than what I was expecting based on the aroma. I don't it, mind the bitterness. Leaves my tongue sticky. <laughs> That's There's a, a new drop. drop like that. There's a drop. <laughs> I don't mind this bitterness level because it's an IPA. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, <clears throat> does anybody get any heat? A little bit. Actually, no. I'm not picking up. Not at all. Just a wee. Was it 8%? It's at, it, it's at 8%. It's not like overpoweringly heat hot but well, I'm not getting any get so it hides the 8% very well as kind of a, a side tangent uh, you know I'm always looking for things that my wife will drink because she doesn't like hops she doesn't like the flavor of alcohol so whatever we get has to be like very water very malty or very fruity and and you can't taste alcohol 
anyway, uh, she found this this new thing that happened to be eight percent, which is why I kind of my mind went there. It's a watermelon uh, crap. A watermelon crap? No, it's it's you a reds reds. You know the oh nice yeah um the the cider yeah. But it's Red's Wicked Watermelon. Interesting. And it's 8%, and it tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Oh, it's one that, of those. It does? Huh. It's like that sweet and that fruity, and I got zero alcohol from it when yeah. I tasted it. And it's 8%. And it's 8%. Yeah, those, things, those things will mess and you And it's up a regular 12-ounce can. Where's your Jolly Ranchers? <laughs> it's better than anyway, a Four she Loco. Really, she really liked it, but I liked the Four Loco Blackberry. Blackberry. That's the Steel oh, that, Reserve. Oh, yeah, Steel Reserve. Yeah, that was... Oh, I did like that one. The Blackberry from the Blick, Steel Reserve was pretty good. The, Blick, the Marion Blackberry. <laughs> we need to come out with an app that is called Will My Wife Drink This? <laughs> and then just oh, go through yeah. all the different kind of like fruity beers and whatnot. Yeah. And it's kind of like Tinder. You just swipe left for things that she wouldn't and then swipe right. For yeah. And then like, over time, it kind of figures out what your wife's taste profile is like and will we'll start recommending that's a that's, that's a, a really good app idea and i think we're gonna keep that and in. it's already been by it. the time you're listening to this it's already been copyrighted so you can't have that idea <sighs> copyright bruce styles 2018 there we go yes yeah trademark go. patent pending that we have a patent now <laughs> we've got a utility patent on it we're working on it yeah we're trying to we're gonna we're, we've we're uh we're going on shark tank in a week yeah, can't go in, in there. Week. With, we yeah. better get to work. Can't go in there um, with a design patent. Yeah, they'll they'll kick us out right away. Yeah, that's true. They All right. So from six point, crisp or binary? Binary. What's your easy. favorite? Binary. Oh, binary. Hands binary down. all day long. Yeah, this is a very tasty IPA. If the crisp was a little smoother, yes, I'd been all about the crisp. If the crisp right. had kind of been more in line with Pilsner's. Like it's supposed to be. Now it could be. We did have it a little warmer than what it's supposed to be served at. That's true. So, uh, you know, but knowing what we know about beer and and how the flavors change with different temperatures, I don't think it would be that drastic of a difference. I think yeah. it would still be a little on the bitter side. Yeah. So, I would buy this. Yep. Yeah. For Easily. sure. Yeah, it's good. Especially for a double, it's pretty smooth, but you still mm, get the IPA yeah. character, right? And that's surprising. Yeah, because some of those double IPAs can be pretty harsh. And you just drink it because you want to drink a double IPA. <laughs> I've been in moods like that before. But this one, this one's very approachable for a double. Yeah, I like it a lot. Poundability. <laughs> Ironically enough, I would put this at six and a half. <laughs> the same the as a Pilsner? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> for, you know reasons of both beers being what they are <laughs> well i mean with the pilsner you expect it to be more poundable and when you rate it lower then yeah and then with the imperial ipa you expect it to be a lower poundability right. and then you rate it higher yeah so, so the pilsner was kind of eh which brought it down to a six and a half yeah this one's really good which brings it up to a six and a half yeah in my book anyway i'm probably still going to keep this one down at 5.5 just really strong i mean it's not that i don't like it but it's just like it's, it's got a lot going on that like becomes a lot when I take in a lot of it. Hmm. Well, for me, <laughs> I'd say this is like a seven and a half. Huh. This is super wow. smooth. It's super tasty. 
Tastes like juice and hops. What kind of juice are you drinking? You don't want to know. Mead. Mead juice. <laughs> Mead juice. That sounds disgusting. It's got a little nipple on it. Uh, and I got, I got a lawsuit against me because I can't sell it in my stores anymore. Right. Yep. Anyways. Yep. Yep. Travis. Travis. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say it's a four. Really? Yes. Wow. Four. Wow. That's a yeah, widespread on this one. Wow. I get hops in the aroma and so then before i even start drinking it my mind is thinking this is going to be hoppy it's going to be bitter it's going to be harsh and then as you're drinking it you probably get a couple swallows in and then you realize it's it's a exactly double ipa you, yeah. and it's like ah so yeah that's why you got to chug it uh-huh once you pound it you, you don't regret your decision until after you're done so it's probably yeah <laughs> that's, that's exactly where i was going with that travis that's nah, that's why i rated it four. lower than these guys Nah, y'all are on a different level. I think it's time to get a little weird. <laughs> See, that's what happens whenever you pound one of these. Uh, yeah, I think we're. It's going to go downhill from here. Yeah, and by downhill, I mean the poundability. <laughs> What's our next beer then? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jeremy. <laughs> the next one we have up is from Schmaltz. <laughs> what are you looking at me like that for? Womp womp. Yeah. You said my name. Yes, because you asked what was next. So I did. I'm glad you asked. Uh, we glad have you're glad that I asked. Schmaltz Brewing Company, Bittersweet Lenny's Ripa, which uh, it's not just a Ripa; it's a double Ripa. What? And oh, a Kelly no. Ripa? I don't know. Huh. Um, um. So, <laughs> Rye Double IPA, uh, Hebrew, the chosen beer, brewed in New York. <laughs> Obviously, Schmaltz established 1996. Wow! So one of those. I feel like we should be listening to some klezma. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. So uh, brewed with an obscene amount of malt and hops. This is all on the label. The Schmaltz tribute to Jewish stars, number one. Uh, Leonard Alfred Schneider. Born 10-13-1925, died 8-3-1966. Short life. So that's, uh, that's why it's Bittersweet Lenny's. Leonard Alfred Schneider. Uh, this rings it at 10% ABV. Nice. And... All right. World Class on Beer Advocate. Gold Medal World Beer Championships. Malts, two-row, rye malt, crystal two, crystal rye, so two kinds of rye. Wheat, kiln, amber, Kara Munich 60, rye flakes, so three kinds of rye. Hops, warrior, cascade, Simcoe, crystal, chinook, amarillo, and centennial. And then dry hopped with Simcoe, amarillo, and crystal. All right. There's so a lot of stuff in that. Lots, lots of hops. Lots of hops. Um, That's a lot of hops right there. An obs- would you call it an obscene amount? Well, why don't we look at it? Uh, Untap says 86 IBUs. It doesn't say on the on the bottle. Um, just says 10% ABV. But Untap says 86. What was the um, binary at IBU wise? Uh, this one is at 70 IBUs. Was it? Really? 
Or is it 28 Abbey View? <laughs> How many Abbey views was binary? <laughs> IPUs. It was 40. 40? Oh, geez. Binary? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, that's because Jeremy was like, the the first one said it was listed at 40, and then the second one was also 40, so I didn't believe it. Yeah, well, yeah, because Crisp says 44. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Binary was weird. also 40? Yeah. What does it say on untapped? 40? 40. 40. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Do you remember your statistics? Statistics. Anyway, so this is more than double <laughs> yes. the bitterness of the last IPA that we just had. It's a double rye IPA. And we got a couple points of alcohol on it, too. Yeah. Oh, so geez. here we go. This rings in at a hardcore 4% ABV. <laughs> no, Chris. No. But good I try. just did already <laughs> say that. But anyway, it looks um, quite pretty clear. clear. It's, I would say brilliantly clear. A very nice, dark, amber, reddish hue. Like Coca-Cola. The appearance kind of reminds me of Rancor, at least in the color. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Not that any of our listeners know what Rancor was. Tab (laughs) tab bit. (laughs) Well, you know. It's got a reddish brown. Look at my beard through your computer. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Reddish. You can check into our, uh, or look at our check-in on Untapped, the Mm -hmm. Bruce Styles account. That's true. We are interactive now. Yeah. Once upon um, a time, we thought about having video. That didn't work out. Eh, we we might come it. back. We, tried it. we, we, we will come back. To it. Once I have a, a stable internet connection, then maybe we can try again. But who knows? At the farm. Anyway, uh, the ranch. Yeah. It does have a nice, uh, creamy Person's white head that kind of sits on top. See, this smells like all the other double IPAs that we've had before. Yeah, super malty. But with the rye, too, it's kind of spicy. Yeah, it, t- it smells like like my breakfast cereals. What? <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast? You don't want to know. <laughs> it's like all bran. <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight. It doesn't have rye in it. What, what cereal has rye in it? I don't know, man. Because I want to know. <laughs> I live in cowboy country, so we eat whatever's available. What? I'm eating oats. I'd have some some rye cereal. That'd be interesting, I think. Rye and barley. We basically just make a mash and then we eat it. I feel beef. Whoa! (laughs) Fratto? Okay. Anyway, so back to the beer. He feels beef. (laughs) Yeah, this this smells like all the other double IPAs, where it's just like the caramel, sweet aroma. But then the rye is definitely noticeable. Yeah, it's got like a spicy bread component. But as far as hops... That's on the lesser end of anything I'm picking up at all. It's more of, more about the sweet malt character. Ooh. Flavor is definitely pungent. That is interesting. Wow. Okay, Jeremy. Interesting. Thank you for that. Jeremy, please That elaborate. wonderful uh, comment that yeah. you had there. Did, that's, a, that's a good drop, did too. You? <laughs> did well, you taste it? This I, is a beer. I, <laughs> I, did, I did taste it. And other than this is interesting. No, it was this is interesting. Thanks, thanks for really. I was that letting it develop as the it flavor did. on my. You it know did, what I'm it saying? It did not. It did not develop. No, the flavor just developed while I was saying it. It. <laughs> Did it like arrest your tongue while you were talking? A little bit. That's why you couldn't <laughs> pull me why over. You couldn't, like, <laughs> ask to see my license and registration. 
Did you say that was an arrested development of flavor? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay, moving on. Moving There's on. always money in the banana stand. <laughs> I would say that it Boo. is extremely malty yeah. and hoppy. Very malty for me. Bitter. I think the rye is a nice touch. Sometimes I'm, I'm kind of hit and miss on rye PAs. Um, I do like rye. I think the rye double IPAs are usually a little bit too much. But this is a nice balance between the rye and the double IPA. I I don't know if I've had a rye PA before. Fredo would like this beer. Fredo would this love is, this beer. It's very, very hard to drink. That's what I'm saying. When I was saying it's interesting. Would you say it's a sipping beer? Absolutely. <laughs> I would agree with that. I mean, it's 10%. You don't like... I don't no, I'm not going to pound it. Absolutely uh, not. This is something that you probably would, even if you had multiple bottles of it, you would open one bottle and share it. Yeah. Which is kind of what we've done In a done glass today. similar to what Travis has. Right. And then when you're ready for your next pour, you open up another bottle and share it. Because you're not going to drink it fast enough for it to still be good when you get to the bottom of it. Because mm. warm rye double IPAs... Not really a, a, th- a thing. <laughs> At least for me. I don't know. It's like ranch oatmeal to me. Wait. What? <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. It's like ranch oatmeal. No, not like the flavor ranch. He said ranch oatmeal. Like I, I zoned okay, out so for anyway, a second. Anyway. <laughs> Travis hasn't said much on the beer yet, so let's, let's hear what Travis has to say. Well, I'm kind of... I'm kind of conflicted because it's it has some good flavors, it has some good character to it, but all right. So you look at the list of hops that they add to it: Warrior, Cascade, Simcoe, Crystal, Chinook, Amarillo, Centennial, and then Dry Hop was uh, Simcoe, Amarillo, and Crystal. And it's just I'm not so pulling it, much. I I think there's so just too much. It, you know? Yeah, yeah. If, eventually, you put so much crap in there that. It just it it doesn't it just becomes kind of a a hoppy ball of yeah, nonsense. It's kind of just a, a muddy mess. There, yeah, more ingredients is not necessarily better. Yeah, and uh, I mean that's, I, I think that's so, where this is coming. That's so many different flavors just among the hop varieties that I know. I mean, I'm hearing Simcoe. That's the cat pee hop. <laughs> um, you know, there, there was Cascade in there too. You had Amarillo, which is you know wildly different than. I don't know what I don't even know what warrior hops are. Um, a lot of those are, are more of the earthy brand, which yeah. I, I could see that. But yeah, it's just so so many conflicting flavors that I I think that I'm I'm getting to the point where I want just a small amount of ingredients that are done well, so that you can really focus on what that tastes like. And oh yeah, that you know we've been saying that for a while it. now, especially like pilsners, and we just want a nice clean easy to drink because i would say probably four or five years ago or like give me all the hops yeah i want all the hops you have and i want to be so bitter that i can't drink it i think this is too much when i when i look at these hops and malts that they've listed here i'm trying to categorize them into flavor like bubbles you know kind of like on like one of those you know um thin diagram kind of looking things 
is like these are in this category, these are in this category, and these mm-hmm. are in this category. And so it's like it is super complex when you add all that stuff in. And so you kind of have to. It almost kind of muddies the flavor profile. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's just too much going on. There is a lot going on. And may, like like you're saying, maybe a little too much. Like maybe like two less hops, maybe two less malts. And well, it it's like when like, you when you look at the best IPAs, yeah, the ones that are on the commercial example list, which we haven't done that by the way. We haven't done BJCP rating on any of these. Um, I was going to ask. I forgot. The, the best, zero. For the best mm. beers, as far as BJCP is concerned, whenever you're entering for a competition, are the ones that are. Like Travis said, small number of ingredients, but done very well, especially on right. the IPA scale. You know, you have, uh, you know, your two row, and then maybe a crystal malt, and then one or two hops that you do throughout the the process, and it's just real clean, real basic, real easy. Mm-hmm. This one listed. It's insane. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different malts, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, trying to hops and dry hop seven different hops between between normal hopping and dry hopping so that's a lot of ingredients that is now with that being said we've had some things from uh, from schmaltz in the past that have been very good yeah they're uh, I think they're nut brown yes yes was the messiah nut brown is Uh stellar Uh, the hop mana IPA was pretty good We've had that one. Um, <laughs> some of the uh, less favorable ones was their Star Trek series. The Klingon Imperial oh, Porter was, was that okay. was not very Them. good. <laughs> so Schmaltz is kind of hit and miss. I think we had like a anniversary beer from them too. Mm. Perhaps. I mean, I actually like the beer. It's it's got a lot going on, and it's mm-hmm. definitely not easy to pound. Um, I think that um, the the kind of hop mess happens a little bit to the side of what the superstar of this beer is, which is like the malt and the rye. Yeah. And I actually like those flavors quite a bit. Right. Um, and so, I you know if if I didn't know that this was a rye IPA and you told me that this was like a rye strong ale or something, I would probably not feel as weirded out by it i think yeah i think this one as not a double but just a regular rye ipa yeah would be pretty solid Mm -hmm. i think the double part of it is hurting it a little bit yeah exactly but it's a good beer i like it yeah i think i would agree with that if if you were to market it as a different style Mm -hmm. if you said it was a an american strong ale focused on the rye character it's too Bitter and hoppy to be a strong ale. Yeah, but so, something more along American those lines. strong ale is based on yeah. the uh, the arrogant bastard. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, but this is not that. No. This has too much hop bitterness to fit in that category. Mm, I disagree. Mm. It is called bittersweet Lenny's. <laughs> well, where's the sweet part? The malt, man. It's, it's all. It bitter. tastes like dark chocolate to me. Like. I think a between super the, complex dark chocolate between the rye and all the hops, there's too much bitter, not enough sweet. If you take a small sip, 
you add air and just kind of swish it around your mouth. I just take more hops. You get more and more hops. <laughs> yeah, I taste more of the sweet. Oh my! I don't God. know that I'd go as far as chocolate. I might be like bread crust. Mm-hmm. Well, like, especially with the rye, like that's toasted. What I'm yeah, of. yeah. Like a bread crust of a of toasted rye bread. Yep. That that's pretty easy to find. I don't know that I'd go for chocolate though. Travis, what's going on here? All right, so I'm looking for dates in the bottle and <laughs> I don't necessarily know their nomenclature for how they decide to date things. It's based on the Hebrew calendar. Uh, well, Is it really? Are you no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you looked it up. Who knows? <laughs> it's said a it Jewish brewery. Come on. Should, All right, both bottles. Surprised. The first four <laughs> digits are 2 Zero, zero, nine. Is um, it possible that these are no, nine-year-old no, beers? No, 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 no. no. You wouldn't think so? Yeah. No. Both of them. They, no. They've got 2009. That's really? longer than the total wine that we have here has been open. Maybe they got them imported let me, wait, let me see from that. the other no, total wines. I, I highly doubt it because I bought this at Total Wine. They're not dusty. Dusty, hot, and dangerous shaft. If they were been, if they had been sitting since 2009, right. the bottles would be dusty. I'm maybe I'm, they had a dust. I'm gonna take by. a stab at this because we have some similar weirdness where I work with some way, the ways that manufacturers sometimes date things. Um, the first, I'm gonna guess that the first three numbers are the Julian date, which Julian dating works with, um, like. January 14th would be 14 in Julian date. It's the 14th day of the year. So February 1st would be Julian date 32. So 133 would be like the 133rd day of the year. And the fourth number is 9. I'm going to hope that that means 2019. Because we have some dates at at my work that use that sort of dating system. So it's it's a best by date. I, I would hope so. I would think that that's what they're doing here. If not, then I don't know what. So going you're on. saying it's the 200 200th day it was bottled on in 2019. No, no, it, Best Buy. Best Buy the 133rd. <laughs> oh, Best day. Buy. Seeing as how okay. we're still in 2018. Which, yeah. <laughs> Best Buy the 133rd. This beer is from the future. <laughs> I'm is, gonna guess that's what that means. It is a really complex beer. It could be aliens. So. <laughs> Who knows? Yes, Jewish aliens. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> That's a drop, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this goodness. whole episode is just filled with great drops. Uh, okay, so pineability. What do we got? Oh, I'm putting this at like a three. <laughs> All right, pineab- pineability bit rating on the super Hebrew. bills. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm giving it, I'll give it a three as well, because I need to sip. It is tasty to me, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Travis liked this beer. Not really. At least not for the style that they advertised it as. But you've not really been a huge Rye fan to begin no, with. No, that's true. So, so take that with a grain of salt. Or with a grain of Rye. Oh. <laughs> Which is funny because the Saison I brewed this morning also had two pounds of Rye in it. <laughs> really? But I was following a following recipe. Yeah. Oh, is it another one of the, the book? Recipes. Yeah, Gordon Strong's book, Modern Homebrew Recipes. Yeah. I like it. Saison with rye. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All it's right. a rye-zon. 
Oh, that's what I it's need a, to brew. And a Pokemon. Oh, I was supposed oh, to add oh, sugar, and I just realized I forgot to add sugar. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, goodness. I, 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 I hit my OG. Boil it in a pot of... I would give this one a four. I, I give it the last a, one a four. I think it's a good beer. Yeah. Uh, with a little bit of tweak. Like I said, I think it would do better as a rye IPA, and not a double. Uh, but as it sits, good beer. Give it a four for poundability. Even though I didn't like this as much as the other ones, I think I could pound this more than the double what? IPA. No. Wow. I, I would say no the way. other one is much more poundable than this one. But on, only slightly. Only slightly. Uh, so it's like a 4.5. Because I gave the last one a four. Uh, no, they're both the same. Four. Four's all around. No way. I thought the other one was much more poundable than this one. So all right. No, the other one's all hoppy and stuff. You're entitled. And yeah. And then those yeah. things get in your nose. And then you just. <laughs> Dude, I, my sinuses feel great now. Like mine don't. The car, the carbonation just totally cleared me out. Mm. It was great when you sucked it up to your nose. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I think I'm having <laughs> very nice. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like the beer bong up the butt feeling. I've never done that, but uh, what? <laughs> it's when you when you take it through an orifice that's not. Anyway, moving liver. on. What's the next beer that we have? It's a lot better than butt chugging. That's right, folks. We have a beer to top all beers. Up next, this is from Game of Thrones, the Royal Reserve Collection, Hand of the Queen. Barley wine, barley wine, barley wine, barley wine. <laughs> and, and from Alma Gang, Alma Gang. Cooperstown, to be exact. That's where they also have the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's a side tangent, though. So I'm going to get back to the beer. Hand of the Queen. From Barley Wine. Wait, from Mama Gang. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I think you lost it there, Travis. Yes, we do have an officially licensed Game of Thrones beer from I'm a gang. Not from Barley Wine? No. Oh, my gang. Oh, my gang. From. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, I'm a gang. And yes, uh, they actually have a, a line of Game of Thrones beers, and they've done that for a few years now. Um, I didn't really get any of the references until I actually watched the show early um. this year, and now I do, and I'm, uh, I'm a follower. It's pretty cool. Um. But yes, this is from the Royal Reserve Collection. They started this one, I think, when they started Season 7. Because they had one whole series of beers, and then they basically wanted to start doing some more crazy stuff like sours and barley wines and whatnot. So then you have the Royal Reserve Collection, which we have this one today. Hand of the Queen. Do we know what the other styles are for this series? Not offhand, but I can certainly look that up because this is not going to be a quick drink. This is a 10.7% barley wine. So only slightly the highest one we've had so far. Uh, but barley wines are usually like full-bodied, pretty sweet. Yeah. 
So I'm not expecting this to be anything more than a sipping beer. But uh, it does have a bit of information on the on the bottle. It says a beer for Tyrion, which if you're not familiar with the show, he is a alcoholic little person. <laughs> Tyrion Lannister. And he was also hand for a short while. A full-bodied expression of a classic rich and malty barley wine ale brewed for those who drink and who know things. Yeah. <laughs> I drink and I know things. <laughs> There's a lot in the back. Maybe I'll read that later whenever we're looking for things to say because we still have a whole half a glass to drink. So there are a lot of Game of Thrones beers. So they paid for their game. license and then oh yeah, they went all out. All they went all out. Okay. So there's a stout called Take the Black Stout. <laughs> there's a saison called Three-Eyed Raven. <laughs> oh, you can do that for all of them. Yes. Belgian Double called uh, Valor Margolis. Yeah. <laughs> a red ale called Fire and Blood. IPA called Seven Kingdoms. Mm. A blonde called Iron Throne. Belgian Triple called Valor Doharis. Iron. I don't know how to say these words. Uh, Belgian Strong Golden Ale. Bend the Knee. A Wit Beer. Bend the Winter knee. is Here. Uh, and then the Barley Wine Hand of the Queen. A Sour called Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. A smoked beer called Mother of Dragons. Oh, that sounds cool. And another... Oh, no. That's a different brewery. Okay. Sun River Brewing also apparently has the rights to Game of Thrones because there's a Game of Thorns Blackberry Wit. Sounds a little too similar. Game of Thorns? Mm. Yeah. Nah, they're just playing... They're just playing (laughs) fast and loose. (laughs) Anyway, so there you go. So this is the right. barley wine. Hand of the Queen. Yes. We haven't featured Which, a barley wine in this podcast in a long time. Yeah. Well, it's been too hot. Oh. Well, Tyrion also drinks a lot of wine, so it's very fitting that mm-hmm. his beer, Hand of the Queen, is a barley wine. Because I think his most said line in the entire movie is, More wine! Oh, really? Or the TV show. I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm gonna like be saying Arnold. I'm gonna be saying oh really a lot because <laughs> I'm you say what one. you sound like a midget Arnold. More wine, more wine. <laughs> Get to the more chopper. Wine. I mean a, a little person. More wine. Me yeah. more barley wine yeah. for the puny man. Anywhere. <laughs> so I'm the only one here who actually hasn't seen the series. So I'm gonna be saying oh really. What? Yeah, I know. Stop. That whole thing peaked. <laughs> Why are you screaming? I'm not. That was your anyway. Let's go to the beer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is very clear. I got a reddish color. Oh yeah. Would you say uh, blood red? Uh, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, no. No, I think they took two good colors together and then put them together to make a red wedding. <sighs> <laughs> See, oh, we can't oh, say oh, really. anything. Oh, yeah, there you go. See. <laughs> That part of the show freaked me out. That Just, was sad. It made me so sad. I was so pissed off. Yeah. I was pissed. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Powers is just like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, I've heard references to the Red Wedding. I know it's a big, big event. But Apparently, if you read the book, it's even more gruesome, intense. Awesome. Huh. So I get a lot of malt in the aroma. Yes. Some uh, dark fruits, maybe. Yeah, a lot of prune, a lot of 
Like fig, fig. Fig Newton. I almost get a touch of smoke, but it's really faint. You think? I'm, like I'm, hickory. I'm catching like alcohol warmth on the aroma, but it's weird because as we come to the flavor, I don't get as much. Well, I can see the alcohol. I still am not picking up the smoke. Okay. I can see the smoke. Just you a little can. bit. Where? Um, Cleaner and burnt hair. Oh, Chris, no! Wait, what? That's <laughs> not what this what smells like. What was that like. from? <laughs> you said it. It's well, I don't from know. this episode. <laughs> no, episode it's not. 148. It's not from. Brought to you from Arlington, Texas. By the way, we got uh, <laughs> the Bengals versus the Buffalo Bills on behind us and Nobody it's cares. just so fitting because we're well we they there's some people that care they like the buffalo bills no, and buffalo not. bills are from new york and it's pretty they might drink Nobody beer cares. it is preseason but like i mean come on. this I one would, didn't understand half of what you just this said this one would fit in more with the um english barley wine rather than the american barley wine because it's not hoppy in no. the room at all it's just more kind of the, the malty syrupy sweet kind of aroma yeah I wouldn't say there's a lot of hop character but there is a bitterness but I think it has more to do with like the dark fruit kind of I don't know I catch a little bit more maybe that's where you're getting the smoke from very raisiny I catch a little bit more of the brown sugar character and the flavor Um, yeah you know especially kind of close to the finish of it I think yeah, I, I would say a little bit more. I would say brown sugar, raisin, prune. Yeah, but it's not sweet like a Belgian quad would be. No, because you get a lot of the same flavors out of a quad, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more sweet. This is not that. So it's like dried fruit. I, I would say because the dried fruit is not as sweet. So that's why I say prune. Instead of the natural sweetness, date. Yeah, this is surprisingly well rounded. Yeah, I was expecting it to be just you know lots of brown sugar and and sweet syrupy drippy fruit, but it's it's not that at all. It's surprising. I don't hmm. think I remember liking it as much the last time we had it. That's right. We did hmm. try this at Big Texas Beer Festival this year. Oh, really? Huh. And it was probably towards the end because my my notes on it were very short. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I mean, kind of surprised that Oma Gang is it, there at all. Which yeah. at that point, Powers, you weren't even with us anymore. I believe that because I you was, were walking around with the microphone, randomly interviewing people. <laughs> and I think I interviewed screaming the, and being drunk and all of that. Hey, it made for entertaining, <laughs> entertaining content. It is amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We got some good content from that. <laughs> good content or good drops because there's a difference. There is not a difference. They're Maybe both good. One. Join us next week when we have better content. Oh. See? <laughs> it worked. Uh, that was the end of Blue Bonnet, actually. That one, that was you at the end of Blue Bonnet, I'm pretty sure. Or was no. it two years ago? Now listen to the background. Join us next week when we have better content. I think that was oh. two That's years not a Blue ago. Bonnet background. No, that was not Blue Bonnet. I think that huh. was two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah, that wasn't this past year. Uh, two years. Anyway, uh, back to Hand of the Queen, mm-hmm. which is fitting. Uh, 
what which one of the boroughs is Umgang in? It's not. It's oh. in Cooperstown. Oh, okay. That'd be fitting if they were in Queens. Yep. Umgang. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would. Umgang was uh was established in 1997, and they are known for making Belgian style beers. Pretty much everything they do is all all Belgian style. They've been the way okay. since the beginning, except for their Game of Thrones series. Because in there there were saisons and IPAs yeah, and, and some sours and stuff. Yeah, so that's but what they're different. known for is yeah, Um Gang Belgian beers. I remember having some really good things from Um Gang back when I was in my uh, thirst for Belgian quads and such. But I don't think that I've had many of the other. Um, Game of Thrones beers. There's like maybe one or two others. I don't hate this. But at the same time, it doesn't really blow me away. I kind of expected it to. Actually, I've had none of the other Game of Thrones beers. Hmm. I saw one with a White Walker on it. I like it. That's the Whit beer. Winter is coming. I think that... Winter is here. Like, when you say it doesn't blow you away... It probably means that it's it might not be like the most. Mm, I I don't know if you want to say strong or flavorful or rich or whatever you want to say barley wine out there. It's definitely in a, it's an approachable barley wine. I'd say mm, it's pretty it's rich. Safe. Well, it, I think it's pretty safe as yeah. far as barley wines go, but I like it. It is rich, but I think you I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Um, yeah, there's, I mean. It's not malty enough to be a really good English barley wine. Oh, no. Yeah, English but, barley wine is supposed to be malty and rich, not yeah. fruity and rich. This, to me, tastes like a brewery that's good at Belgian beers trying to do a barley wine. Hmm. I can see that, too. <laughs> Some strong words there from Chris. Well, I'm just saying, I, you know, there's, there's American barley wine, English barley wine. There's no Belgian barley wine category. That's true. Why don't we create one? No, because you got Belgian quad, which is what that would be. Yeah. Okay. Oh. This kind of dances on the line between barley wine and Belgian quad to me. Hmm. Well, maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe so. These commercial brewers don't care about your BJCP. You're right. They don't. But they're pretty good as commercial. A, and, and we've though. said this numerous times. As a consumer, when you put the label of "this is the beer this is" on it, mm-hmm. there's a preconceived notion about what I'm expecting that beer to be. Right, of course. And there's a difference between eh, it's kind of a barley wine, and no, this is more of a Belgian. Which, knowing Amagang, I would assume that there's going to be some kind of Belgian influence on just about everything that they do. Right. So hmm. it's evident here. Yeah. This is a very fruity barley wine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Maybe it's to evoke the idea of Tyrion Lannister. What? Drinking well, it's very, a barley wine. Which, I mean, wine is, is fruit-based. Fruity. So, yeah, yeah this would be a, a fruity barley wine. Maybe that's what they're going. Really? Yeah. You yeah, take you take all the malt out and you have <laughs> wine. So there you go. 
from the start, this whole thing is a gimmick. That oh, yeah. yeah, the someone that sees this on the shelf is only going to buy it because it says Game of Thrones. Oh, is it Game of Thrones? They're not going to buy it because it says, "Oh, it's it's a barley wine with uh, what, what kind of what kind of malts?" No, no, but they say Amagang, and then barley wine. It's like okay, so I know that I like Amagang's beers, and they have a barley wine. Let me try that. So I think because they have the name, they afforded themselves some more leeway of what they can do with the beer. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not necessarily... I mean, you're not going to see this at GBA, GABF, Great American Beer Fest. Yeah, GABF. <laughs> think about it. No, but you will see it at Big Texas Beer Festival. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and it'll be popular because it's the Game of Thrones beer. Now, I, with this being the only Game of Thrones beer that I've ever had, with it being twice now, uh, I would be intrigued to try the others. We should see how many likes we can get into a Game of Thrones episode. That would be neat, especially <laughs> that would for be a when long process, depending on what's available. Game of Thrones, I don't know, starts back up, I which mean, means I, that you have a lot of research to do. The whip beer, <laughs> the whip beer would April. be would be good. I think different, maybe knowing what I know about Oma Gang, like I just said, with this being very fruity. Mm-hmm. How are they going to do a whip beer? I don't know. Could be more fruit, less uh, yeast phenols. I don't know. Right. Um, the IPA could be interesting. Do they do a fruity IPA? Or do they do something super piney? And I, I don't know. So I, I am interested to try more of the series. Right. I like that idea, Powers. We should we should do a Game of Thrones episode. We, we should see. If, I, if we can get them all. I've got a couple beer stores that I can check up near You're going to collect live. them all? Like Pokemon? <laughs> 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 yes, I will. So what does the uh, back of that bottle say, Travis? I know that we were kind of saving that. Because I do have half my glass still, actually. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'm the only one done? Yeah, mister, it's too fruity. (laughs) I didn't say it was too fruity. I said it's not an English barley wine. I'll get my uh, background music going again. As the war for the Seven Kingdoms rages... I can't hear the music. As the war for the Seven Kingdoms (laughs) rages to a climax, Amagang presents the Royal Reserve Collection. This collection of four exclusive and extremely limited release ales, available in 2018, is brewed as an homage to the four epic figures still standing against the annihilation of mankind. Oh, crap. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Sorry. I'll forget it. Hand of the Queen, a beer for Tyrion, is first in the series. A bold interpretation of a classic barley wine ale, rich and full-bodied, offering intense notes of dark fruit and malty sweetness. This is a beer for those who drink and know things. Hand of the Queen is our inaugural example of what a court brewer would offer their noble lord. Perfect balance and pure drinking pleasure, for which all Amagang ales are well known. Okay. Oh, the label... The uh, the label from Total Wine is dated March 28th of this year. Huh. So they've had That's this for... Several months ago. Several months. But it's a barley wine, so, so yeah, there's fine. no concern I, about drinking it fresh. I would find it interesting to note that they mentioned dark fruit specifically. Intense dark fruit. On the label. Yeah. So they knew what they had, and that's what they were going for. They probably have a house yeast strain that they use for oh, almost yeah, everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
And that's going to cause fruity esters if it's a Belgian strain, which I'm sure it is. And that w- plays they, that plays in with the, with oh, the yeah. wine thing. I mean, if you if you had the same beer, <laughs> you get to keep playing though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had the same beer and you fermented it with an English barley wine strain, an American barley wine strain, and some kind of Belgian house strain which i assume they used you would get three drastically different beers most definitely not that there's an quote-unquote american barley wine strain it's you would use an american ale yeast and then finish it with some kind of high gravity something or other but an english yeast an american yeast and a belgian yeast discounting german those are the big three you know Mm -hmm. You're going to get three drastically different beers. So I wouldn't be surprised, like you said, if they use their house Belgian strain to do this because you get so much dark fruit from it. Yeah. I'm sure the recipe is solid. I might have chosen a different strain of yeast if I'm going to call it a barley wine. Hmm. Really? Hmm. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> Tis. <laughs> So what? What is it? The uh, the bang abil- uh, poundability. Weirdly, this four. Yeah. Ooh, out of the gates fast with an answer. Yeah, weirdly, I can I could put this at four. Better than the Ripa for me. I'd actually put this at a five. It for me, I can drink this pretty easy. I don't know Jeremy's why. A god dang one upper! I swear to God, I'm trying to be a one <laughs> every single time. Every no. single time. Maybe this episode. <laughs> I I like this beer. Um, I like all the fruitiness, all the dark flavors. I thought it was like it was very, um, it was very easy to drink compared to. I think the last barley wine we had on the show was like the first time I was on the show actually. When we were at on tap in Arlington, did we have a barley wine? We've come full circle. We have, huh? So remembering that one, it was not. It was not as harsh to. I mean, I'm. Not, I mean, I've had a lot of beer since then. But which, which one did we have that I day? Mean, I forget. I don't remember. I don't remember the name. I've I'm not a good lot at names. Of beer since then. I know. I'm not good at names, but I remember like. If there's that anybody was, in this room that's going to remember, it's Travis, because Travis it's remembers everything. 30! Woo! <laughs> that was it. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. That, of course, that was the barley like one. Yeah, I know it did. It should every time. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun editing that one. I'm uh, not going to. That's the <laughs> final copy. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not beer 30, I don't think. No. Uh, I, I mean, okay, so... I, I, Barley wine for me should be super malty and rich and creamy, full-bodied with a hint of alcohol heat. That's what a barley wine should be, right? as far as I'm concerned. So I, I don't remember which one we had it on tap that day, but if you're using that as a reference, eh. I just remember it I don't being know. like a two. It was yeah, so it hard to drink. Not, it should not be poundable. It was not easy to drink. It exactly. Was so rich. It should be rich, full bodied. This one wasn't as rich. Yeah, it's sweet. 
Yeah. I agree with Jeremy. This is a five. Cool. Because it's it's <sighs> it's surprisingly well rounded. And <sighs> I said that. Uh, not hours ago, but minutes ago. Yeah. I said that minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I but there, there's a difference between being well-rounded and being rich and fruity and, I don't know, like a normal barley wine, I'd put it like a two. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, this one would not be higher than a four. Because it's like yeah, not I, indicative to the I mean, style it's, as it's much. It's close. If it were truly a barley wine and truly full-bodied and malty and, and and rich and sweet, then yeah, it would be a two. And that would be a good thing for a barley wine. You don't want to pound that. This one is not that, so I gave it a four. Yep, I gave it a four as well. Cool. So it's about to get really weird, isn't it? It's, it's going to get a little weird. By the way, um, the it was actually not a barley wine that we had that day. Uh, it was the Coop Territorial Reserve Bourbon Barrel Aged Rye Wine. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so what we had close. <laughs> close in my mind. It was a rye. It, that's literally the only rye thing I ever had up until this I point. think it would be weird. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to get weird. <laughs> uh, Thanks okay. for looking that up, though. Yeah. Actually, well, I wanted to know. What's next? And yes, this is the beer from Brooklyn <laughs> this summer. Coming from Brooklyn. Is this the only beer from one of the five boroughs that we've had? No, we've had uh, the six points in Manhattan. Manhattan. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> Just wanted to hear you say that. All right, moving on to the next beer. What do we have, Bowers? Six points in Manhattan. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So, yes, this one is from one of the five boroughs, uh, Brooklyn, to be exact. Uh, unsurprisingly, this brewery is called Brooklyn Brewery. All right. Wow. Wow. Right? Oh, wow. It's funny. It's funny how that works out for us sometimes. So, with these state things, I've been kind of trying to go in, find kind of the weirdest thing. Uh, that we get from that state and this one was a pretty clear winner to me because as soon as i saw it i was just like holy crap um i want to see how that tastes so uh, what we have here from brooklyn brewery is the improved old-fashioned um and that is an ale based on the classic cocktail so if you're familiar with an old-fashioned cocktail this is what that's supposed to sound uh taste like um sound like well, Sound and well, we've been listening to so much Game <laughs> not, of Thrones. Not thing. young beer, but old beer. Yeah. This is a weird beer. This is a weird beer. Um, I like that drop. I think about it all the time. What is this supposed to be? I don't know. Tell us. Well, uh, I could tell you that it rings in <laughs> well? at 12.8 alcohol oh, by volume. Holy so crap. Powers it, is drunk. It is. We all are. This is the highest one. The most alcoholic beer we have. What do we got? Of the day. 12.8%. Oh, dang! Comes in a bomber. Uh, it's a malt beverage specialty. So they don't even call it beer. It's a it's a malt beverage specialty. Uh, it is ale. Oh, it is an ale brewed with <laughs> gentian root, cloves, cherry juice. Well, <laughs> this is a beer. We've had powers, a lot of high powers high cannot talk alcohol right now. beer today. Okay. Powers, you need somebody else to read the label on the beer. No, for I've got you. this. Okay, it's just there's a weird glare on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's another drop. 
<laughs> oh my god please continue it is ale brewed with gentian root cloves <laughs> it is gentian root <laughs> now you guys are just laughing at me bless you Jensen. cloves cherry juice coriander cinnamon nutmeg he's orange peel turning the bottle for lemon each peel. word he's reading <laughs> It's because of the weird glare. Oh my gosh! Every word, there's a new click on his this wrist. Is a weird beard for the bottle. <laughs> All right, so the back of the bottle says, "This." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you just, just read just the let bottle. Me talk. Um, the simple, beautiful, old-fashioned emerging. <laughs> old-fashioned. Jeremy, I'm sorry, that me... one just got me. The simple, beautiful, old-fashioned emerged in the 19th century as one of the first cocktails. There is a hyphen between cock and tails, by the way, there. Whiskey, sugar, bitters, and a bit of citrus peel. Mixologists who put their own spin on such classics often rakishly refer to their versions as improved. Did you mean often? I'm sure I did. (laughs) We improved the old-fashioned by making it into a beer. Brooklyn Improved Old-Fashioned is a strong rye ale aged in Whistlepig rye whiskey barrels. (laughs) Shoot. (laughs) And infused with bitter gentian root, botanicals, and citrus. Enjoy the silky spice of rye, herbal bitterness, Bright citrus and sweet warm oak. Okay, Okay, I'm done. Essentially, a lot of crap went into this beer. Yes. So it's supposed to taste like an old fashioned. We should let you go first, man. That's a tough read. It's mud water. Gosh. Chris went first with his. He said, This is six point crisp. And then we drank it. No, I I read. I had a lot of stuff because this is. I read what was on the. This is a really weird one. It is. It's mud water. That's what it looks like. Well, this, I mean, you can see a little bit through it. No, no. But it also looks like an old fashioned. I got the bottom pour and it's, I have floaties and it's mud water. Well, mine isn't as mud watery, but it is a little murky. It was caged. This beer was caged and corked, right? Yes. Caged and corked. As was the Game of Thrones. No, Game of Thrones was capped. Was it capped? Yeah, it's just a regular bottle cap. Oh, okay. So, Cajun corked. Yep. All right. Cajun corked bottle, which oh, uh, got smells. upended. It was brewed in Brooklyn. Oh, you it, did upend it. I, I Well, it got upended as I was taking it out of the car. Dude, he almost it. smashed it. When I almost smashed it. <laughs> it I would have been really upset. So would I have. Oh, my gosh. Can I ask how much this bottle cost? Oh, it was like 23 bucks. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Because it's you, the Power. same size bottle as the Game of Thrones. I know. Which was how much? Like $12? Uh, I think it was 11 or 12 yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I just saw this, and I was like, hey, this is going to be a really interesting one to try. Actually, I, yeah, if I had cool. seen that one, I would have bought it, too, because yeah. I like old fashions. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm. And it smells like an old fashioned. Yeah, it's yeah, very it really good. really does. Like Real spicy. spicy yeah. Reminds me of like some almost pumpkin spice. But, but without the pumpkin, yeah, in a, in a different <laughs> way. But it, it yeah, has because more of that than so the ingredients beers. that go into an old fashioned whiskey, bourbon, clearly bourbon, bitters, bitters, sugar. Some people do orange, orange peel, peel and sometimes maraschino cherry, and they smash it up. Uh, in there. I like the orange peel. 
But I think the spice that you get comes from the bitters. It's yeah, kind of, of like real piney. Yes. Yeah. Like a like you would get from a real strong American IPA like pine and resin. Right. This and, takes me back to my bartender days, man. That's great. Yeah, so the the bitters are super piney and you add that to the the sweet spice of the uh bourbon. Right. With the the hint of orange peel or whatever fruit you add to it. Yeah, you muddle it in there. This I think it smells exactly like yeah. an old fashioned. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, I'm getting a little bit of malt. It's so good. Flavor is spot on, too. Yeah. It, it definitely comes through with, with I think, a mixture of, of the aromatic bitters, which is, is the the probably the most prominent flavor. Yep. Even in, in the actual cocktail, you, you put yeah. just a few spritzes. A couple of drops. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and it really need. shines. One, two, it's three. It's so strong. And then you have the, yeah. the citrus notes of the orange peel. Um. This is this oh is well done. This is my favorite beer of the day. I like this a yeah, lot. Hands yeah, hands down. I, it might just be because I like old fashions, but I have never actually tried to figure out what the ABV of that old fashioned is. This one or just no, a, just like a normal, one. a normal one. Oh, I mean, well, with whiskey, you're normally just doing a regular, you know. Uh, bourbon whiskey, so it's like forty percent, forty to forty-five. Yeah, by the time on, you add all the other stuff to it, aromatic bitters has an alcohol percentage. Oh, it does. It does. Okay, how much? I'm not sure actually. Less than. 10%, I mean, you're only adding three drops. No, it's to to. It's it's, it's is it more? Yeah, but yes, at the same time, you're only adding a few drops, but it is like twenty, thirty percent. Oh, it's, okay. it's legit. But then you got whatever, the you orange, know, f- orange fruit you're adding, which is at that point really just a, a flavor. Yeah. And then simple syrup doesn't have anything because it's just. Yeah. So the way. So it's probably pretty strong. Yeah. And this one is what? Uh, 12.6. 12. Yeah. So this is probably a lot less alcohol than you'll get out of an actual. Yeah. I bet the real cocktail is probably. It's anywhere from 40 to 30 35%. Plus, yeah. Mid thirties, maybe because you get a little bit of watering down from the ice shaking, and that's yeah. true. But anyway, this the flavor. If you're looking for the flavor of a uh, old fashioned without the alcohol, that's mm. it's pretty spot on, man. I like it's got carbonation lot. too, yeah. which I yeah. like. Yeah, I think that the lack of carbonation with an actual old fashioned is. You know, one of the things that I don't like about it, because I like the carbonation bubble, mm. but this has that. I mean, you could add, like, soda to it. Yeah, if you put a little club soda in there or something, yeah. but that would, you know, dilute it some more. This is good. I really like this. Yeah, this is amazing. It's amazing. Would you say it's amazing? Oh, yes. Dang it, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> You've already had too many beers. <laughs> I've had a lot of beer today. That's why I beat you to that. Punchline. Yeah, well, I'm not nearly as drunk as Powers because he couldn't read the label. Okay. <laughs> glare. All right. That's all I'm going to say is glare. He is sitting like right directly in front care. of the lamp. Of the glare, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Powers, right. I feel you, bro. Fair enough. I have no sympathy. This is one that I'm gonna that we're going to be sitting here for a little bit after the episode drinking on, though. It's a sipping beer for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want this one to go away yet. I know. Yeah, just like an old fashioned, you want to sip it slow. And, and I feel like I got one of the, the smallest pores. This is a 
I don't know how that happened. Beer. No, you 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 had like about as much as powers. I had about this much. Yeah, as much as powers. Maybe. Maybe. Well, he bought it. He should get more of it. He should. But anyway. Um, Especially after almost breaking it. Since since we know we're going to be sipping on this, then let's go ahead and talk about it. it Anyway, what's poundability? One. Yeah, it's a it's a one mostly. It, it's not a toothpaste one. It's a it's an one I don't half. want to pound it. It's a sipping one. beer one. I want it to last one. I'd give it a two. <laughs> uh, okay, that was interesting. Yeah. That I thought there was more to it, but uh, yeah, okay. more. Nope. That was it. More to it. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> well, I just pounded the mustache. Oh wow! Okay, that's really nerdy. I haven't touched that drop in a long time. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a two. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Also, I I pretty much only drink bourbon, and I've made old fashions at my house. I've made Manhattan's pretty regularly, and this is definitely spot on. This is a very good. You know, a beer example of a uh, mixed drink cocktail. Oh, yeah. Probably I, one of I the like better it. ones that I've had. There yeah. have been a few where it's like, oh, if you don't want to have this mixed drink, here's a beer that tastes just like it. You know, there are a couple of people that have done that. Here's and, a Miller Chill in place of your margarita. Uh, uh, no. This is probably hands down. Probably hands down. Is that a thing? This is hands down the best beer that I've had that's supposed to be a mixed drink. Yeah. Good on you, Brooklyn. That was just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it still is fantastic. I have drank like one-tenth of my glass because <laughs> I'm just trying to savor this. Yeah. It's really that good. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Like, the poundability rating has no like... Uh, no, that's what it is. It's a poundability rating. It's not right. a, a drinkability. It's not, it's not related to how drinkable this no. is because I is, want this to sit... In my glass for a while. That's well. I don't know how it's going to be when it warms up, but uh, probably still great. <laughs> I might add a little bit of scotch to it just to. Ooh. Uh, but BJCP, anyway, uh, what category would you? I have this no as? idea. Uh, it's it. They say it's an American strong ale yeah. on Untapped. Yeah, but it what would American you enter ale. it as? Because hmm. it's a very good beer. But how would you enter it to Ooh. make sure that it got scored as such? Could you? Could you Hold weirdly on, let me, let me could, look? Could you weirdly enter it as a specialty, f- like a, a fruit beer with mm, strong ale? There is an experimental style. Okay, so that's always a possibility. Because it has like Claim added, everything. it has added mm. citrus elements, which would be interesting to be getting all of these like fruit wheat beers if you're judging, and then you get like this fruit strong ale. Which is an old fashioned. <laughs> like, how would you judge that? Okay, so you could replace the bitters with like some sort of an American hop, like really piney. Yeah. And mm. obviously the orange is citrus, so that works for the hops also. Hmm. I mean, it's an old fashioned. Could you enter it as historical? Because <laughs> no. it's got the word old in it. <laughs> uh, well, there is an old style. An old ale. No. <laughs> old factory. How do you think this would do as, say, a winter seasonal beer? 
See, and every time I sip yeah, it, I think about like maybe. pumpkin spice and winter spice. See, because I, it has a I, touch I don't, of that. I don't think so much of like the allspice you get from autumn, but winter. Like I, I feel like I get some cinnamon in there. So that's that, that's what I'm kind of thinking. There's some solo clove. In there too. Hold on, I'm on the same line with you. Thirty C yeah. says a stronger, darker spiced beer that often has a rich body and warming finish, suggesting a good accompaniment for the cold winter season. That's definitely this. Oh yeah, this would this would score. Drinking this, I'm ready for autumn. This is uh, this says I'm, bring in the Oktoberfest beers. I'm ready now. Christmas yep. cookies, gingerbread, English type Christmas pudding, that's evergreen a- trees, oh. or mulling spices. Uh huh. Yep. Any combination of aromatics oh. that suggests the holiday season is welcome. <laughs> I like when that? you said gingerbread because I'm getting a little bit. It's like that. It's like a mild, like the gingerbready yeah. spice. I, you know. Here's the thing. This is a fantastic beer. Even entered in that category, probably would not do well. Sad. Mm. That is sad because it doesn't have the spice that you normally would get. Like even more from a no. Not more, but different. Oh, type. Yeah. It doesn't have the type of spice that you would get from a winter seasonal. Mm. Yeah, because mulling spices is different. That's more like cinnamon, right? Cinnamon-y. Yeah. yeah. It'd be more cinnamon. This has more of the the pine, like you would get from the the aromatics in an old-fashioned. Right. It's different than... From, like, the bitters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know that this would do well in BJCP. But if I had this on tap, oh my god! Oh right! Wow! Let's get a keg. I'm shocked how much this tastes like the actual bottle oh, yeah. of aromatic bitters. That yeah, I remember like yeah. one night you and I were over the summer. Um, yeah. We we actually took a shot of the aromatic bitters. Yeah, it was not awful. It was not good. Yeah, we did. It was, it was not good because we, we we said okay if we're gonna put this in our mixed drink then we want to know, know what it, what tastes, it tastes like. like yeah and we and we tried it and it was just it was super intense it's like concentrated just i would say it was worse than eating a hot pellet yeah oh wow really yes which neither of you have done by the way yeah you keep saying that <laughs> i mean if you bring me a hot pellet i'm at least tipsy enough to drink to eat it to drink it i mean smell it i mean look look at it i mean eat it <laughs> I have some. That might be a bonus content. <laughs> bonus content. Hey, man, I got to experience it sometime. It's going to happen today. Yeah. Today? Yeah. Is what Bonus I'm, content I'm is going to happen today. I'm ready. The aromatic bitters, that's why you only have to do like a few squirts. And One, two, three. That, that's all you have. That's twice you said that now. <laughs> well, it's because I was a bartender, so like I'm, I'm going through all One, of two, like three. the process. You put the. I you, want to have you make me an old fashioned at some point because you're bartender trained. Yeah, and Travis and I just kind of go off of a recipe. Yeah, I mean, I'm TABC certified, so I could. Well, so that. am I. Doesn't mean yeah, I that make doesn't it really mean anything. Well, about. I mean, well, <laughs> that means you're legally allowed to serve alcohol. That's yes, true. That I, I do have three years of bartending experience in high. See, that's high more prevalent than service. I'm TABC certified. I have right? eight years of quick trip experience. <laughs> I Which can, means you I ring up the beer you. on your on I your can, register. I can serve you a Mickey's real quick. <laughs> hey man, Mickey's or the is champagne of beers. I've been drinking I, since '06, so screw all of you. <laughs> Damn, your father. Right. Mm-hmm. This beer killed me. Anyway, at six, so, huh? <laughs> so next week, yes, next week. Hello. 
Well, I guess we should say thank you for joining us for another episode of Bruce Tiles. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Where we went thank to you. New York City. So, well, Jeremy, what do we say to our listeners? New York. We <laughs> we say a multitude of things. We yes. talk about a, well, beer. A multitude of things. Wow. We talk about wow. the styles of beer. <laughs> we talk about malts and hops and water and yeast. And then we also thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, please like, subscribe. Yeah. Click the bell. Get, notifications. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. notifications of new content that's coming out. And then also, um, you know, feel free to uh, email us or send us any comments mm-hmm. yeah. or um, any sort of, you know, um, criticisms or something that you'd like to see. We're going through the 50 states right now. And we just <laughs> hit New York. And That was an interesting segue that you just had. Right yeah, I, I mean, I think we're like four out of fifty. So, yeah. we're, so, but next week we're gonna have a we're gonna have a mass of beer. A mass, hopefully, we're shipping up to Boston. We whoa, like whoa, whoa! Of, hey, sh- we did what? not check the explicit. We're what? Said shipping. shipping? Hey, hey! We did not check the explicit. What? Box. <laughs> hey, shipping. Where are my khakis? But we are gonna crush because explicit box. We did not click. We are shipping. We're gonna have a, a mass amount of beer. <laughs> I don't know where I put my khakis from. <laughs> It's either laundry or it's my how I get into my house. I don't know or my car. Anyway, I don't know so where we're I'm going, going up to Massachusetts. So cheers until then. I said, <laughs> thanks. Bye. Pa 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 pa.